Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Welcome to the Cookbook Circle Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends with a shared love of food, cooking, and all things cookbooks. We are now in the third season of this podcast. And this one is all about, well, not really anything in particular. We are themeless. So you can expect deep dives on certain dishes, reviews of cookbooks, of course, but there'll be new cookbooks, old cookbooks, all sorts of cookbooks. And of course, we'll be asking you, our lovely listeners, for some input on episodes that we're going to do. It's going to be so, it's gonna be so fun. fun. And if you love what we do, we're also on Patreon. This means if you'd like to support us, your subscription will help to cover the podcast's costs from the books themselves to the ingredients for what we cook. And in return, you'll get some fun stuff like bonus mini-sodes. To find out more, visit our website, thecookbookcircle.com, or you can find the link in our show notes. Thanks, friends. Now, let's get to the fun part. Hi, Hannah Rooney. <laughs> Hannah Rooney. Is that your name? <laughs> uh, married to Wayne Rooney? <laughs> Mickey Rooney? I hope Rooney. not. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's into much older ladies apparently <laughs> i don't think i have any footballers type to be fair but hello that is not true <laughs> hello uh, sally rooney you could be married or related to I'm, yeah i'm more that kind of sad irish sad irish girl vibe. <laughs> we're all sad irish girls <laughs> so emotional is Rooney a, a common Irish surname? Not really. I mean, maybe. Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What if you had an expert? <laughs> I don't know, man. What if you had an Irish person on the show? I we feel can like it's a kind of an American Irishy name. You know what I mean? One mm. of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on before I get like the Central Statistics <laughs> Office like beating down. My <laughs> revoking your passport yeah she's not a real one my deepest fear my deepest fear is always that i'm not irish enough Was, hey, oh, did we arrive at the deepest fear section of the show 
<laughs> I haven't written any of mine down to share, but you know, how long you got? <laughs> We're getting festive and we've talked about sad Irish girls and Jesus. Let me tell you, I got a lot of Christmas trauma. So. He's like a point at Christmas, guys. No, it is, it is the season. It is the season. I'm really feeling um it's this year as in i feel like i need the cheer of christmas i didn't decorate my flat last year but i'm gonna do it this year i sent vic a picture of a ridiculous wreath that i bought earlier that nobody will ever ever see in my front door because it's inside another one like two people max i think maybe i might be doing it to compete with the neighbor who has a wreath on the next door but mine's (laughs) how big's your wreath (laughs) Next year, you'll definitely. <laughs> We've definitely replaced our band deep. name of the week with "How Deep Is Your Love" renditions. <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way. Next year, Hannah will be telling you about how she's been to a wreath making workshop. I honestly look uh, them up so much. I know. I... <laughs> They're expensive, though. They are expensive. We should um, talk to our friend, Paula, who works for a very popular uh, letterbox flower company <laughs> and see if she can get in. <laughs> Is this your formal request? We can just send her a text. <laughs> can we? <laughs> just give me a look. But she, she's more likely to pay attention if we, put, we broadcast it. Yeah, that's true. Millions. <laughs> Millions. Do you hear that, sponsors? Um, are you looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, I am. I am spending it at the in-laws. Nice. Uh, and I have a son, as you all know by now. Baby Jesus. Um, but it, yeah. He did arrive He's close just, to baby Jesus's. He did. He was due on, uh, Christmas Eve. But he did not... Uh, so he'll be two just before Christmas, which is fun. And he's, like, very much fun. Mm. I bought us um, all, as a family, Christmas pyjamas, which I gave to everyone last last night. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's early December. So I gave... Because I was like, oh, we can we can wear them while we're, like, putting a tree up Aww. and stuff. I thought it was cute. That is cute. Uh, How cheesy did And so did he had go? his first, like, present... <laughs> Oh, so I haven't matched okay. us. Okay, good. Um, and that is mostly because uh, when I was buying them, the only men's ones they had in stock were all in XXXXL. <laughs> so, and, uh, yes, Stephen is not. <laughs> no, but he is about to go to Japan for a week, so he'll tell you that maybe he'll come back and be able to fit in those ones. Um, so I got us all different ones. So I've got these, like, fleecy ones with, like, uh, brightly colored festive things on nice. um steven's got a festive polar bear pattern Lovely. on his yeah and marcus has got toy story 4 but make it festive nice everyone with differing um, briefs i like it but yeah they're under the pajamas yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they're under the I, di- I didn't buy any christmas briefs <laughs> I'm feeling Christmassy. Uh, I, well, you are definitely because you've got a wreath. What? I, what are you cooking? 
What am I cooking? This year. Are you cooking? I will you be cooking? I'm. Um, I usually play sous chef to my sister, who's an incredible cook. Um, so I, she is very much this year of the view that we as women spend too much time in the kitchen, which is very true. And my brother-in-law mm-hmm. and dad sit in the living room and get to play with the kids and stuff. So this year we're going as much like pre-made stuff as we can. Love that. Because it's good, right? Like you can get really good stuff and um, then we'll do like the traditional stuff. I might do like a nice veggie main. Uh, my boy Artelengi had like a rice pie thing in The Guardian this weekend, which I thought looked nice. I saw that. Yeah. It, I was going to text you about that. I thought it looked great. It did. I might just make that for fun. Yeah, and Anna Jones always has really good veggie mains. Um, I think she emailed one about like a vegan main the other day as well. So I'm going to peruse some of those. But it always has to be something that I make up like in the morning or the day before. So you just like bung it in the oven and then you get to do the nice things and not spend the day slaving in the kitchen. Yeah. Even though we like slaving, slaving in, the kitchen. in the kitchen. I just don't like it when it comes with like a gender agenda yes agenda <laughs> and you're missing out on like enjoying the rest of the day yeah like you've got lots of kiddies around and like you know that the point of christmas really is yeah. them yeah. right and their enjoyment yeah so if you're stuck missing all that yeah i get it does your mil do all the cooking my sil is going to be doing the cooking nice. and my bil nice <laughs> so Still builds- Silly billies. <laughs> My, the, so the silly billies. That is great. I'm going to call them that. Uh, TM, Hannah. <laughs> am I? <laughs> TM, Hannah. Um, they'll hear this. So, uh, well, thank, good luck, um, Sophie and Simon, because see, I'm going to be calling you the silly billies. Thanks to Hannah now. Um, but yeah, so they offered to cook. I have um, offered to do breakfast for the day. Nice. And... I think it won't be anything too heavy. Actually, we, as you know, everybody, are, we do a, bit, a little bit of recipe development on the side mm-hmm. for our uh, friends over at Stolen Stitches. And the, the, the December recipe that we're doing, I might actually make that for breakfast. Yes. Um, which is kind of like a, a bread which has various fruits and festive, wintry fillings. Yeah. It looks like a wreath, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Not going to hang that so one on my door. I might do that. I'm also on on coffee. I, I've said I will take the coffee, obviously, roll for the day. And and as of this weekend, I offered to make the gravy in advance. Nice. And you will all be shocked to hear that I will be making the Jamie Oliver chicken wing one. Oh, my God. Because it bangs. My mom has made it previously for Christmas. Um, everybody raves about it. What do you do with the chicken wings? And it wings? can be done ahead. I think you just buy chicken wings and then you, like, roast them all up. Stick all and then, fatty. yeah, you get all the fat and sauce and all that stuff and make it into a gravy. I'm not quite sure. I haven't looked at it. Uh but it, that seems like a good thing that I'm able to do ahead of time. Nice. Are you... Because I do feel quite fussy about gravy. Mm, a lot of mediocre gravy out there, isn't there? There is. Not, it's not the one when it's watery and drab. <laughs> no, or like just too salty or too like... 
artificially flavoured if you've made it from like powder. No, it, absolutely not. On the other side of things, I only want stuffing made from Paxo powder. Is that right? Don't give. Yeah, don't give me fancy stuffing. Not interested. Do you, are you a fancy stuffing girl? I like making my stuffing from scratch. Yes, mm. um, obviously not sausage meat because, frankly, even as a yeah. meat eater, that freaked me out. But mm. <clears throat> yeah, I like like a nice breadcrumby, herby one. I don't think it's an essential, mm. but it's like <clears throat> yeah. I guess it's one of those like little side jobs that I like to pick up. Um, that again you can just like pre-make and shove in the oven because you just like i just make it up and like in a big like foil packet and just like tuck it in wherever yeah. there's room it's not actually going inside a bird yeah and yeah exactly i don't think does anybody put stuffing or eat stuffing from inside a bird wait really <laughs> that's what i heard oh. um, um yes so allegedly, <laughs> cookbooks are legal team. I don't want to get sued by Colleen Rooney. She's she's been there it now. She knows dot, what dot, to dot, do. Hannah, the cookbook circle. <laughs> um, but I also think it's important to say that Christmas isn't fun for everyone, and you don't have to love it, and it can be really cra- you know. This is the first one without my mum. Obviously, we mm. like to keep things light on this podcast. But, you know, for everyone, it can be... For a lot of people, it can be really shit. And it can be a time when you're grieving no. or you're, like, missing someone. So I think just lean into that if you're those kind of people. Make those coffees Irish. <laughs> Crack open the celebrations yeah. early. Use all the pre-made food. And just, yeah, lay in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enjoy all that pre-made food because it's it's only available this time of year i love all those like picky bits that you can Me get too. and just throw in the oven yeah. and i lived off that stuff just after marcus was born because it was christmas and I, you know you you need stuff you can eat with one hand because you're holding a baby yeah it's um yeah don't worry you don't have to also you know <laughs> standard uh thing to say that social media isn't real <laughs> all those people aren't having the the most festive beautiful romantic no. christmas with their families <laughs> um i gave i gave i wrapped up our pajamas last night and marcus like ripped the thing and then just carried on ripping the paper and then walked off to go and do something else <laughs> didn't even look at his pajamas like it's it's not like it is in the movie it never is, is it? he couldn't care less um i'll um never forget my uh the worst family christmas of all time possibly there's a few up there but one where my entire family got norovirus Oh no, yeah. And maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my sister had like pre prepared loads of food, but that this was before the norovirus struck. And then everyone was so unwell for like a couple of days. And then it hit me a bit later because I'd arrived a bit later. And I just have oh, this no. picture of her like throwing loads of like pre-breaded like camembert and stuff that she'd done these like little wedges of camembert to be fried with like a oh. cumberland sauce just throwing them in the bin and it's just like oh, so much oh. food waste it was just yeah oh my god catastrophic is not the word but anyway on to <sighs> the theme of the episode gingerbread yes oh sorry <laughs> yeah wow um 
this is a gingerbread episode, but we're loath to call it an ultimate episode because we've tried a few different recipes each. I think we'll probably yeah. review those independently and just call out our favorites. Um, yeah. Also, I don't love like a gingerbread man or a gingerbread house. That kind of crunchy. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I don't know. Just the thought of I don't know, like gingerbread men. Like, I mean, men in general. <laughs> let alone gingerbread. <laughs> gingerbread men are sitting in the living room while the gingerbread women are out making the entire dinner <laughs> in the gingerbread house. <laughs> I don't like any of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, no, I don't like that gingerbread though. That kind of snappy, crunchy with all the icing. So this is more like riffs on gingerbready themes. I think that will be the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Riffs on a theme. Riffs on a theme with gingerbread women. <laughs> um, but yes, tell us about what you. What I made. Looked at. So. Yeah, we 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 all looked around. The thing is, I think of all the gingerbread biscuits, you can have a look at all the cakes, and you know, obviously, there's different types. There's like the cakey type. There's the biscuit type. Yeah. There's the like harder biscuit type that you're talking yeah. about that you like generally see. Um, that a lot of it's much of a muchness. Like it's quite similar recipes. Like there's not that much difference. No. Um, and so we, well, yeah, we try to look for ones that are a little bit different or a little bit interesting, um, but still on the gingerbread theme. So I made two cakey ones because I'm definitely more into the the cakey type yeah and i did um a nigella one and a claire saffitz one both um just babes babes you know gingerbread women doug's growling in agreement that we love (laughs) yeah Uh, so I mean, him and many other people across the world, I believe, have oh, yeah. that reaction. I don't um, So the first one I made was the Nigella yeah. one, and it's her kind of uh, sticky gingerbread with lemon icing. Nice. And it's from the book that we've done on the podcast, How to Be a Domestic Goddess. Yeah. So when you uh, say a sticky gingerbread, is it like a loafy thing or are we, is it like a biscuity thing? A softy biscuit. It's yeah, a loaf. A thing. It's a cakey. Well, not. It's not. You bake it in just like a nine by thirteen kind yeah. of cake tin, um, baking tin. So it's more like um, a sheet, a sheet, a sheet cake. Sheet. And it's actually in the uh, school fate section <gasps> of how to be a domestic oh goddess oh my god i forgot about the school fate section yeah so it's not in the christmas section and it's not in the children's section it's in the well i guess it's the children the school fate one being and a domestic goddess it's because because it's multi-dimensional <laughs> yeah yeah she said she makes it she made it for her kids you know i don't know when this book came out i can't remember but yeah uh and it's quite it's a very simple recipe actually so you start by melting butter, sugar, golden syrup, and treacle, wow. along with cinnamon and ginger. But the ginger in this one is fresh ginger. Fresh like root. 
Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's it's funny the way she describes it in the book because obviously ginger wasn't commonly used that much back when she wrote that book. She's like, you know, it's 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 good to use it in recipes that aren't of a pan Asian flair uh, to see how it goes. So it's fresh ginger. <laughs> Um, so you mix that all together until it's kind of combined yeah um you know after you've waited 400 hours for the treacle or molasses (laughs) if you're in america to kind of fall off the spoon um my pet peeve my pet peeve is are these tins of of treacle and molasses or whatever the hell like how do you keep them clean how do you just like even when you run water and then they inevitably have like a little sticky rim at the bottom I covered mine in cling film for all these bloody gingerbreads like after I'd finished but then you have to keep doing that because I made so much gingerbread and it's just so they do squeezy golden syrup, but they don't do squeezy treacle. Squeezy treacle. Squeezy treacle. That's my band name of the week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, that annoys me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you mix those all together. You take it off the heat and you add milk, beaten eggs, mm. and um, a little slurry that you've made of, like, two teaspoons of bicarb in... Ooh. in a tablespoon of water. Oh, nice. Uh, Does it zhuzh? in with that. Does it? Does zhuzh a little bit. The Claire Saffitz one did a similar thing, but you just put, like, raw bicarb in there, and it, nice. she said it's supposed to foam. It didn't foam loads, hmm. uh, but it did a bit. Quite heavy. Um, it's quite a heavy lift mm. for the bicarb. <laughs> heavy lift for the bicarb. <laughs> Was it bicarb? Said only by... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's there just trying to get this heavy old treacle up with some, you know, fizzy little bubbles. It's got, it's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I feel sorry for it, okay? <laughs> oh, poor baby bike. Um, and then, so you've got, then you've got that kind of wet mixture and then you've measured your flour into a bowl and you just add your wet ingredients into the flour nice. and mix, 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 add it to the pan she says bake it to for 45 minutes to an hour which she calls in the book three quarters to one hour <laughs> like she uses the, yeah cheers um but you until it's like firm but still but but golden on the top but you don't want it to be like really really overcooked because you want it to be sticky yeah which is a difficult thing to like tell because you can't put like a a stick in it to see if it's done because you want it to be sticky so it's difficult put a stick in me I'm done but (laughs) that's the same with all these it was the same for the ones I did because they're brown anyway it's really hard to tell yeah yeah I yeah but so I just did like 45 minutes and yeah just kept an eye on it nice so you take that out and then whilst you're doing that you kind of make or like no you leave that to cool because mm-hmm. you're going to make this uh icing which is actually the most simple thing and but i think this i think it really elevated it <laughs> to the next level um yeah so you mix some fresh lemon juice into your icing sugar yeah i think it's like two tablespoons or one tablespoon can't remember into quite a lot of icing sugar uh and, and whisk it until it's thick and then you've got like your water on hand that you're kind of putting little bits in until you've got like a thick but 
you know, spreadable yeah. <laughs> icing sugar. And it is like fresh and lemony. So you just, and then you just put that on top of the cake with a palette knife or whatever. Uh, and then I also zested my lemon onto it for a bit of zhuzh because it's not a very pretty cake. No, and you, you zest your lemon wherever you want. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I just need someone to give me permission to zest my lemon, you know? <laughs> Um, um, no, none of these are. It's it very was, hard to be pretty as a ginger. Yes, exactly. and then she even says that she's like, "I made this icing not only because it adds flavour, but also because if you're trying to sell a cake at a, a, school, a, a school fate that's not that's brown like that, but not chocolate, it's not going to sell. So you need something to make it look pretty." Did she um, um, use any kind of decadent Nigella-esque language in the intro or in the? Or was it distinctly um, vanilla? Not that I can remember. I don't have the book right here with me. I've just got like got my notes written down. But it's uh, it was quite it's quite a short recipe. Hmm. Um, Disappointing. I want to show it to you now. Yeah. Talk about the syrupy, goldeny. Yes. <laughs> oozing. <laughs> oozing. Oozing is not a very sexy word. Is it? Oozing. <laughs> maybe well maybe this is why my chat line is never taken off <laughs> I sound more like I'm talking about a wound <laughs> you're a little like you know those little cards that uh, like sex worker has hang out at uh, hand out hang, hand out in London like yours would have Nigella on it <laughs> they call and get you saying Uzi in your Irish accent <laughs> Hurry now! <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> um, um, it was good. I, I I actually I liked the icing. I thought the icing added a very like nostalgic mm. like twist to it. it. It tasted like something you would eat at for like a school dinner yeah or yeah yeah and it just took away the richness of all of that sugar um sugar golden syrup and treacle that's like a lot holy mother uh, yeah and it, it it didn't feel that sticky but it was it was nice it, it, the, the flavors were nice um it's nice to have that fresh ginger in there and it's, it was quick. So if you got if you just want to do it and yeah. you know you've got to feed a crowd with it and you know icing sugar and lemon juice was simple, easy. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. So yeah, it is, and it's available on online. It's not on Nigella's website, but I found it on some other people's yeah websites too, which is good. But yeah, it was it was nice. It was a good, simple, uh, fairly traditional, I guess, cakey yeah. recipe. You don't like tea, do you? That sounds like it would go nicely with a cup mm. of tea. Yeah, I don't like tea, no. <laughs> I'm sure. But I imagine it might. Yeah, coffee as well. Yeah, coffee. They got those. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah, hot yeah. drink, any hot drink. Mm. Anyone, anyone. <laughs> um, and then the second one I made was also a, like, cakey sheet pan one and it was Claire Saffitt and it's in her book What's for Dessert which is the follow-up to Dessert Person which we did on the pod um this year last year some point um which we loved mm-hmm. and we just continue to love Claire Saffitt and I knew that she would have some kind of gingerbread recipe and she came through I looked in yeah she yeah I looked in Dessert Person 
because I was sure that she had a Christmas. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, <laughs> found this. And it's called Sticky Pumpkin Chestnut Gingerbread Cake. Wow, she's, she's... No, I think it's just Sticky Pumpkin Chestnut Gingerbread. Gingerbread is the wow. thing that it is. Full house um, on Christmas bingo. <laughs> I know. And that's what she says. Like She's like, oh, this is like full... You know, or the the comforting of full desserts all in one. Nice. Um, because it's essentially a gingerbread with a sticky toffee glaze. Ooh, okay, nice. Yeah, a, a pumpkin gingerbread, pumpkin chestnut gingerbread with like a yeah sticky toffee bread. So Genius. it's not difficult, but it's a bit involved. Right. So you get like a you do the you, so it's a nine by thirteen pan mm-hmm. that you're going to cook it in, and you have to. She says you have to line just the bottom, right? Uh, so cut it to you know with a baking paper. So cut it to size, and then smooth out the air bubbles and oil the whole pan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is because of the glaze, so it doesn't soak too much into the sides when you put it on the top. So it, yeah. She has a got, reason. You just have to trust Claire. She always yeah. has a reason. Yeah, I, I you know I don't question it. I just did it, and then you've got it's like 170 grams of chestnuts, like cooked from a bag or you know tin or whatever. Yeah, and then you have to cook these chestnuts again in molasses and water, oh. so treacle and water on the hob for covered for like 12 to 15 minutes until they're like mashable. Oh, okay. she says to mash them so the the chestnuts so that they are. No bigger than a pea, but don't mash them into a paste because they add that kind of texture to the cake. Right, okay. Which is nice. Do you like chestnuts? Yeah, chestnuts can be a funny one, can't they? I feel like they can be Mm. quite divisive. I fully hate water chestnuts that you get in, like, your Chinese takeaway sometimes. I think they're absolutely horrendous. But I do, yeah, I don't mind chestnuts. We had to cook with them a lot when I was in Paris. Ding, 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 ding. And one of our exams pieces was like this horrendous chestnut mousse cake that looked like a hedgehog which i might just put Mm. on her instagram so people can laugh at it but it was just layers of like chestnut mousse and i think there was like chestnut meringue or something and then you had to put more it was and it was brown and spiky it looks like something you'd like trip over in the woods um and we did we got it we got it in the exam and it was like fully terrifying but i think Uh. i did okay if memory serves so yeah chestnuts carry a lot of France memories for me. France. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't mind I like them. chestnuts. Like if they're, yeah, I think it's if they're cooked properly and in the right thing. Um, Japan also likes a they chestnut do. flavor thing. Don't Maron, they like those? Like, which I guess is the Japan, yeah. the, the French word, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't they do those syrupy ones on sticks? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah that sounds I had right. Yeah, in Kyoto, I think, and they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. Lots of like... Yeah, chestnut flavored things. I guess this time of year because yeah, you know, festive. festive um, not that yeah. big in the UK, I would say. No, they're just normal like size. Not- <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. Mm. I've cracked a joke. Don't about, eat like- conkers though; <laughs> they are bad for you. And you know, the conkers from the tree are the bad for you. They are not chestnuts. I've got right? I've got a conker in like nearly every coat pocket. I love collecting conkers. Do you? Yeah. That is so cute. <laughs> that is the cutest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> it's really lame. And every time I stick my hand into my pocket and I find one, you have to say, Conker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who do you say that to? Nobody. Nobody's around. Oh. I just do it for myself. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. So would you say that you just like running your hand over smooth balls in your pocket? <laughs> Preferably those of gingerbread men. <laughs> That's what they're doing when they're sitting watching the TV. <laughs> Running their hands over their conkers. Oh my God, we've taken wow, a we. filthy turn. Claire would not love this. I feel like she would be angry at us for interrupting her lovely recipe. Sorry, Claire. Sorry, Claire. Back to your chestnuts. No bigger than um, a pea. <laughs> no bigger than a pea, smashed up, cooked in your molasses. Um, and then... <laughs> And then you add your baking soda, okay. like I said before, and that's supposed to, uh, it's raw though. You just raw dog that right in. <laughs> and, then it, and, then it, um, and then it foams up. And then you also add the rest of your wet ingredients. So you add some, uh, a can of pumpkin, which I had. Oh. Uh, also, I've written in my notes here, I've written the word pumpkin, but I've spelt it, but I've spelt pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> the finest um, of the squash. The finest of pumpkin. <laughs> so a can of like pumpkin puree, uh fresh ginger in this one as well, a tablespoon of fresh ginger, wow. grated, and uh vanilla, you know, essence. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. That stuff. Yeah. Uh so then you leave it to cool in a in a in a bowl, obviously. Um <laughs> uh and then you mix your dry ingredients which are flour, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, Oof. baking powder, and salt. That is, yeah, very full, very pumpkin spice latte. Isn't it? Yeah. I didn't have any ground cloves, so I just microplaned a few cloves. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any fingernails left at the end of <laughs> I actually, I was going to say this, it really irritates me about ground cloves because they don't exist as a pre-ground thing. So you have to grind mm. them yourselves. And normally it's like a really small amount. So it's like, yes. what do you, how do you, and I hate. You microplane them. Yeah. Or you don't want to do that shit in a mortar and pestle. A mortar and pestle no. give me kind of a funny, you know, when they're that kind of. Yeah, yeah, scratchy. Ooh. Yeah, this recipe, it's quite a big recipe and it only had, it was an eighth of a teaspoon oh, of cloves. Yeah. And I was like, does anyone even like cloves? Like, they they, they taste like the dentist. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Anyway, but I, did, I did it for the, for the pod. Anything for the pod. <laughs> so and then with your... Then with your electric mixer or your stand mixer, you beat eggs and sugar, mm -hmm. uh, four eggs and 250 grams of sugar, I think, uh, until moussey. Moussey. There's a moussey. Moussey. Shout out to our next door neighbours, Kate and Ewan, whose dog is called Moose. Absolute babe. We love him. <laughs> That's a great the dog, dog name. <laughs> and our neighbours. Um, Moose. Uh, and then you add oil, like stream uh, some oil in right. slowly to make that emulsified. And then it's all time for it to come together. So you put the wet ingredients into <laughs> the, the moussey and mix those until they're just combined. And then you put the dry ingredients in and mix, mix, mix until there's no flour remaining. Tip it into a pre-prepared pan bake it until it's ready 30 minutes 
<laughs> yeah. until it's cooked. <laughs> Did you come here for insight? Because uh, <laughs> I baked it till it's cooked. You bake it till um, it's cooked. And then uh, you take it out. And whilst you're baking it, you make the little sticky toffee pudding top, which is uh, you boil uh, dates, butter and oh. brown sugar. Oh, interesting. Is it butter? Yeah, butter and brown sugar. Boil that up. Right. And then uh, take it off the heat. Butter, brown sugar and water. A little bit of water. Right. So that, that's all mixed up together. Um, and then <clears throat> you take it off the heat and add in a load of double cream. Of course. Yeah. And then back on the heat for that to just like get on a boil until it's like reduced. Syrupy and cream yeah coffee yeah lovely yeah um off the heat throw some salt in there and then it goes on the top Ooh. of your cake you just you 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 have to like poke holes in your cake over the you put that over the top and then it, it she's um like on purpose she has extra sauce because she wants you to serve oh, it yeah. with the sauce of course you do Claire. of course you do yeah yeah, uh, yeah, and she's like, serve it warm, <laughs> like you know, you know, in her books, she's like, can I make this ahead? And she's like, basically no. Okay, <laughs> you should serve it, serve it warm. She says, ideally not, but she does give ideas of how to like reheat it because it should be warm, and then you've got the extra. So it's more uh, like a puddingy topping. kind of, like literally like a puddingy, like sticky toffee pudding or whatever. Yeah, they pudding um, more or <laughs> please, pudding, please, pudding, 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 pudding. <laughs> um makes me feel nice because that's what you know hannah calls me behind closed doors <laughs> pudding is one of my preferred nicknames usually for a child oh, oh <laughs> you are well, you are like my child i was one once <laughs> um <laughs> uh and this is great i bet that sounds really good so nice it sounds way more involved than it it than it is like it it's not difficult it's just there's lots of different bits mm. you've got to do um and obviously, if you're in this country, it can be quite hard to get, like, a, a can of pumpkin. Mm. But you generally get them in, like, the American bit of supermarkets, especially this time of year. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Thanksgiving. But it was really, really nice, like, really soft. And mm. then the topping was lovely. I actually think if I was going to do it again, I would maybe put some extra salt just over the top of that, like, yeah. as it as it kind of set a little bit. Uh but it was, yeah, really moist. Sorry if you hate that word. Um, yeah. Claire Saffitz does it again, lads. Oh, what a winner. Would you say, yeah, I might make... Is it a lot? Is it a big serving? Was it a 9 by 13? Yeah, it's so 9 by 13, yeah, and it's full. Mm, I might make that for uh, a lunch I've got coming up. That sounds really good. Mm. A lunch. I cannot disclose um, the guests. <laughs> No, it's it's the reason, Roberta. It's always that. Uh, Yes, you should make that. I think it's delicious. You also, you probably could have it without that sticky toffee top if you wanted, but it's not a difficult thing to make. No, and I mean, I just made it today, uh, so I'll try it cold. And I think it'd probably be nice. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. It can't be bad, mm. right? No. <laughs> Not with all no, those things no. in there. It would be really nice with a scoop of ice cream. That's oh. what I thought. I basically ate it for breakfast this morning, so I made it first thing. Um, 
so I didn't have any ice cream with it, but I thought, you know, really lovely vanilla ice cream. Yeah, when it's mm, warm. Perfect Christmassy dessert. Oh, that's genius. I think what I like about that is that that is a dessert, right? Like when you do gingerbread mm. sometimes, it's kind of like, okay, now what? Like, what do I do with yeah, it? Yeah, what's but it like, for? Yeah. That with the sauce feels like you could actually serve it as a dessert. Um if you're entertaining or whatever it sounds really really nice was that your preferred of the two would you say yes yeah all day that was so it was so nice i actually i was so happy that i found it because there is a tiktoker oh yeah <laughs> uh who i love and who if you're on foodie tiktok you may have seen ah uh, let me find her name i know that on instagram she's she needs a snack but she's just started working for bon appetit actually and she's i send it to you all the time she's hi i'm a full-time food writer in new york city oh, and here's what i ate yes. this week yeah yeah yeah. uh and i will like every one of her videos i don't care what she's eaten this week because <laughs> she's brilliant um but she works for bon appetit now but she had this pumpkin gingerbread somewhere in new york over the last month or so Ooh. and i was like that looks great. I want it. Yeah. And then Claire Saffat's provided for me. Saffat's. Saffat's. Well, it's tried um, her life. <laughs> And like all Claire Saffitt's recipes, I believe that it will be on her, like, YouTube. If you just Google it, um, she has a video talking through it, so you can find it there and you should make it. What a babe. What a babe. Love her. Um, Would you like to talk about what you made? Yes, so we're going to do a gear switch now, friends. Buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) Victor's mind is steering wheel, much like a child. You just want me to call you Puddin', don't you? I can't drive. I don't know how. (laughs) But that was a big steering wheel you had, let me tell you. I was pretending I was in Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Vic's done kind of cakey gingerbreads. I've done kind of cookie gingerbreads. <laughs> you with us? <laughs> um, it's complicated this afternoon. Uh. From cakey to cookie. <laughs> um, so everyone knows everybody <laughs> everyone will know or have heard me bang on about the Ottolenghi soft gingerbread tiles with rum butter glaze they are heaven <laughs> tell you, me more you wench um, they're my ultimate Christmas recipe they are a little bit involved in terms <laughs> shocker Ottolenghi recipe involved <laughs> stop the press but um they are a little bit involved in terms of like the decoration and stuff and how to make them nice so he makes them as these tiles with like a cookie stamp i've made them before like that but i've also just done plain old like rounds uh, if it's just you know nobody's gonna see them you're not putting them on instagram they're still delicious but um yeah, these Why does anyone make anything if they don't put it in an Instagram? No question. idea. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but these, he says in the intro, these are from the book Sweet, my favourite um, yeah, dessert baking book ever um, with Helen Go. But he says that they're inspired by the tartine um, mm. gingerbread cookies, which I think you've made, right? Yeah, I made them in preparation for this episode uh but yeah the Ottolenghi ones are very similar and because they're inspired by they don't they have a different glaze the 
the tartine glaze is just icing sugar and water, like a thinner right. um, version of that. So it's not like a flavored one. Okay. But yeah, they make this like soft cookie that is lovely. Yeah. Very, I mean, you, you'll talk about yours, but the tartine one, very peppery. Yes. These are has like two, I think it was like two teaspoons of ground pepper it's a massive like like all tartine recipes in that book it's a huge recipe Mm. uh that it just gives you more gingerbread than you can ever ask for but yeah um and also has corn syrup in it which i imagine the otolenghi one doesn't have in it no because that's not not an ingredient that we we get here no um so yeah well I'll talk about these and you shout if anything was different in the tartine one but Mm. it sounds like they're really similar so they are um yeah you you it's treacle or molasses again for this one um so you put butter sugar treacle into a mixer and then you beat it until it's smooth and then you add in an egg yolk and then yeah you sift dry ingredients into a bowl and they are flour, bicarb, um, ground ginger, ground cinnamon, ground cloves, cocoa powder, salt and freshly yes. ground black pu- um, pepper. Pudding. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Black pudding. <laughs> oh. That's gross. Um, um, it's like the Rachel Trifle. <laughs> Cream, <laughs> sponge, beef sautéed with peas and onions. Um, then, and then you tip all those dry ingredients into the mixer um, with the butter and treacle in there. And then you that kind of all comes together. You knead it gently. <laughs> or, or you need, <laughs> need it as much as you want. Um, I need aggressively <laughs> this recipe. I need needly. Um, and you roll out the dough, so it's about six millimeters thick. And if it's soft, you need to chill it. I've always found that 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 it is quite soft at this point, so I've always had to stick it in the fridge, which makes which is what kind of makes this. I feel like there's a lot of. St- um, wait, you know, mm. chilling, baking, wait for it to cool, make the icing, do the thing, so it can be like a little bit involved. Um, so the tartine one, just to say here, they demand that you chill it overnight. Of course, that you put it into a block yeah. that is, you know, a rectangle that is a certain size, and then you have to chill it overnight, wrapped in cling film. I think they're probably right. They do. Um, there's chilling required in the other one that I did, which I'll get onto. Mm. Um, but then you, yeah, you bake at 190. So it says to dip, uh, this is if you're using a stamp, so you dip the biscuit stamps. He's got very lovely ones with like, you know, different stars and kind of, yeah, I don't know, mostly stars. <laughs> they, they look nice. Um <laughs> You dip the biscuit stamps into a little bit of flour, shake off excess, and then you press them into your sheet of dough and create an imprint. And then he says how how far you need to press. It depends on the stamp and whatever. Um, but the, the biscuits do rise when they're cooked. So I found that it's, oh, it's like nigh on impossible to get like a very, very perfect looking cookie. But they still always look mm. really pretty. Um so he uses a stamp and then a cutter. So then he goes in with the cutter to, make, to cut out the pieces of the bread and then you put them on lined baking trays. They don't tend to spread very much, but they do put, like puff up a little bit. Um, and then you just bake them for like nine or ten minutes, rotating halfway. 
And then while they're in the oven, you're making your glaze. So there's two options for the glaze. You can use rum or lemon juice. Um, mm. I've used both and both are great. Rum is like a fun kind of like, yeah, slightly boozy addition. But you sift um, icing sugar and cinnamon into a bowl and you add in melted butter, the rum or the lemon juice, water, and you mix it till it's smooth. Um, and then you remove the biscuits from the oven, let them rest for five minutes, and then you brush the glaze all over with a pastry brush and you let them cool completely. And they are so delicious. I've made them for mm. loads of people. I've made them for you, haven't I? Yeah, I feel like um, I remember them so, so well. And yeah. yeah, they're great. They're great. For me, they have more like complexity with the spice than they do than the second recipe does. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a bit of a faff because it's like the ground cloves and pepper. Like even trying to grind a quarter teaspoon of black pepper like takes ages in like yeah y- yeah you're running and like how you're catching it like I, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's awkward so it just takes a while to get kind of all your ingredients ready but these are really really delicious and worth the effort I would say and they're very pretty so I think if I had to choose like between the two recipes these are good ones for like if you're giving them as gifts or like yeah bringing them to the office or like whatever bake sale or whatever and they look so impressive and they're really 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 delicious um so i love them very much but they're so soft aren't they that's the the, like the defining feature for me of these ones yeah they're soft and so they just feel like no other gingerbread you've ever eaten they feel like no other gingerbread you've ever eaten no they don't they're really wow The, the poetry of that um yeah they're really delicious i i remember a, a, like a christmas that i spent with my sister in abu dhabi and i ended up like making just batches and batches because we were just going through them every day um they're really really good and similarly on a kind of similar vein i made the dory greenspan ones which dory i thought Who's going to have a good cookie for this kind of thing? Our girl Dory, and we haven't talked about it for ages. Um, and this one comes from her uh, book, something about cookies. Dory's Cookies. <laughs> wow, that was hard to remember. Oh, that's, is that quite a new one, I think? Uh, I think it's 2016. Um, oh, yeah. This recipe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only eight years ago. <laughs> um, this recipe is on the kitchen.com. Kitchen without the E. Kitchen. Um, kitchen kitchen and it has a lot of the similar recipe um, ingredients but it it's just a lot more straightforward and i feel like it was really really quick to come together i did basically everything in the bowl of the stand mixer um so this one i think gets like top points for ease um so you beat butter uh white sugar and brown sugar in a stand mixer uh, until they're kind of, yeah, she just says about three minutes. And then you add in a yolk again. They just love just like one egg mm. yolk in these recipes. Um, and then you add in molasses, ding, 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 or treacle. Um, and vanilla, and you beat that until it's smooth. And then you add in the dry ingredients all at once. And they are 
per flour again, cocoa powder again, a little bit more, I think, than the, yeah, it's two tablespoons for this rather than one in Ottolenghi's. So I feel like they're, these are a lot more chocolatey because they've got actual mm. chocolate in them too. Um, she says you can put in oh. instant espresso powder. I didn't have any and she says it's optional, so I didn't, but I think that would be nice. Ground ginger, ground cinnamon, ground cloves, um, baking soda and sea salt. So you put all that into the mixer mm. as well. And then you just gather the dough into a, obviously mix it. Oh no, before you do that, you put in crystallized ginger. So it's double ginger um, cookies. You put in, uh, she says you, you can use candied ginger or minced fresh ginger mixed with fresh or fresh sugar, fresh sugar mixed with granulated <laughs> sugar. I had that crystallized oh, nice. ginger that you and I used for cookies last year, probably. Um, and that was nice because it's kind of like spicy and like yeah. sweet. Chewy and Chewy. like, yeah, it's another dill texture, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's delicious. It's little... Yeah, you chop that up really finely and you chop up, chop, um, she says semi-sweet or bittersweet. I, I use dark chocolate. And you chop that up and you put them in on top of your dough, kind of just mix it till they're all kind of distributed. Gather the dough into a bowl and then you refrigerate for at least two hours, she says. And then she says to use a cookie scoop or you can use a rounded tablespoon full of dough for each cookie. Um, I just kind of scooped a bit out <laughs> with my hand and like <laughs> made it mm. into a bowl um we all know i like it like chonker of a cookie so these were quite i made them quite big and you roll the dough in um granulated sugar which Ooh. again is just easier than faffing around with a glaze i think yeah they're not the prettiest um but they are great and so yeah you roll it in sugar and you put it on your baking sheet and then you kind of, she says to press it down a little bit, use use a jar or glass to flatten each bowl um, or just press it. That's what I did. It was very handsy. Um, and then you bake it for like 13 minutes. Again, I found this really hard to gauge when it was ready. She's like, they should be lightly set around the edges and softer in the center. So I took them out and they were still quite soft because I really just didn't want a tough cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah being a tough cookie yourself yeah cookie? <laughs> yeah tough cookies need soft cookies um and you just let them rest for like 15 minutes and that's it you're done and they were really good they were kind of like a like a brownie-ish kind of texture Ooh. they were quite cakey and that's maybe because I really did only let them bake for like 13 minutes and my oven's a bit shy. Mm. So they were probably like slightly under. But I didn't hate it at all. And the like sugar on the outside makes a nice kind of like little crispy crust. And the first yeah. bite I took into it was like right into like a big old blob of melted chocolate. And it was like, holy shit, these are great. And I really You don't them. see that with chocolate, do you? No. Hardly ever. No. Gingerbread. I know, but it's actually really good because it's kind of mm. like the spicy depth of flavour from all the other ones you've got going on and the, the crystallised ginger. And then this kind of smooth, bitter chocolate oh. coming in. And, yeah, honestly, they were so easy and just really delicious. They sound great. Yeah, and I'd be hard pushed. I want to make them. I think you should make them. I think everyone should make them. Um, <laughs> I just think... 
they're really easy and great. Um, and I, yeah, mm. I'd be hard pushed like to me. choose between. <laughs> you are so easy <laughs> and quite great. Um, uh, I get that a lot. I think they would really impress anyone who you made them for. So. I don't know. These are like par, par, on a par for me. Pa, 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 can you hear me? <laughs> Daddy? Um, <laughs> that's weird. Um, yeah, they sounded great. Well done. Well, I, it didn't require a well done for me because they were just very simple. And yeah, I think they're great. I think everyone needs to get onto them. So I'm not yeah. going to be able to really tell anyone whether to do Ottolenghi or Dory, but I would say base it on the time you have and how pretty mm. you want them to look. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. agree. So with the tartine ones, what I found with like the glaze yeah. is I feel like I didn't really need it for a start because it was just kind of icing sugar and water. It was yeah. just a, a normal. And then like, so I, I bought, so I went to Copenhagen recently and I bought a cookie stamp uh, nice. for, for basically for this exact purpose. And I just felt like sometimes the glaze like pulled and it just didn't make it look very attractive. Yeah. Like, you know, in the, in, yeah. But I thought the taste was lovely. And that, I think that, I said they were very peppery, but I feel like I liked that because it adds that kind of spiciness and you're not like... It's not cloyingly sweet because you've got all that treacle in there. Yes. Um, but yes, they are a bit of a... Faff. Effort to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... If you want to make them pretty. If you want to make them pretty, you better... You better get with my friends. I saw... I, when I was making them, I was looking on Instagram for other people that made them and how they'd done their kind of patterns because... Yes. And it seems like there's quite a lot with the tartine ones there's quite uh, a contingent of like people that love to make them and make funny patterns and just they were just using all sorts of things all over their house to make them like I saw oh. one guy making like these beautiful patterns just with like Legos oh, <laughs> like fun. printing yeah and so I was looking for something about couldn't find anything um, to do so <laughs> I just went on my merry way but uh, it's yeah that's a fun thing to do yeah that, I'm, I'm just not creative enough I think but um, they still they still are delicious no matter but those Dory Actually. ones sound great we love her also shout out to us you know being sustainable queens using uh, <laughs> chefs that we've used before in the podcast yeah that, that, well, that is the original mission of cookbook circle I think the, yeah. the photo that I'm going to use for our Instagram post actually is when I didn't use a rum butter glaze but I was just very I was baking at the time um, in the cafe and I was a bit sad <laughs> And I decided to hide in the corner and just spend loads of time icing these cookies, but just with like um, just like a stiff like white icing sugar and egg white icing, and then yeah. spend loads of time piping snowflakes onto them. Oh, um, so watch the space. The one time that I've made oh, a I pretty thing in my life. Um, <laughs> for the record, the two recipes that I made are online so the Ottolenghi ones are soft gingerbread tiles with rum butter glaze and they're on Epicurious and then the Dory Greenspan ones like I said are double ginger molasses cookies and they're on the kitchen kitchen kitchen.com so go forth lads go forth was there any recipe gingerbread recipes that you saw that you liked and banked for later Mm, not 
not really, because I think they err towards that, like, snappy mm. ginger, like the, yeah, the men. <laughs> the men. <laughs> the men. Um, so I'm a bit picky about it. And I, yeah, typically I didn't think that I was a gingerbread lover. But here I am. Yeah, same. But here we are. With two ones but that I love. For a, a very untraditional one, which I was going to do if I uh had time but i didn't that nadia bakes has this recipe for turmeric and ginger diamonds oh i've seen that before but and it's not it's definitely not like a traditional gingerbread but it's kind of cakey and it's got ginger and it's got tahini in it and it's topped with pine nuts wow um and all this stuff and i just thought you know if you wanted a bit something a bit different but still got that like ginger taste that's in there and i'm sure it's online is it gonna work though Uh, Sorry. Yeah. But but you maintain that, you know, your favourite cookies ever come from this. Chocolate chip ones came from this book, right? Yeah, they were good. The ones with, yeah, the almond extract that I left out. But they, yeah, that's yeah, it. I, d- I, d- I haven't made it, so I can't comment. But, um, yeah, I thought that those, like, flavours, tahini, turmeric, ginger, yeah. lovely little like a middle eastern-y kind of take on mm. it delicious yeah i think because she cuts it into diamonds it's got that real like look of like baklava or something yeah exactly um, um but listeners we'd love to hear which ones you like and mm. if you like to Are make you a cake men, or a cookie if you're a cakey or a cookie a manny a housey that's okay too <laughs> there's space and if for you're everyone a housey, <laughs> do you eat the house uh, yeah i know after i don't know would would you go in for the roof first <laughs> like open mouth <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like it's, it's hurt, hurt my teeth yeah i don't think anyone eats the house do they well no this is why cadbury saw an opportunity opportunity an opportunity opportunity and they Sorry. made that little cadbury bar house that they brought out for Christmas that you can like buy the set to make out of Cadbury's chocolate bars. Oh yeah. That is a good opportunity. Mm. <laughs> opportunity. Good opportunity. Um, um But that's it. Happy Christmas. This is our penultimate episode of the year. We're gonna bash out another one before it Christmas. Is. You betcha we are. Um <laughs> <laughs> been a long day lads and i had a coffee right before um i want a coffee oh well you're you're on coffee duty for christmas so you better get your practice in hopefully Um, i can have one before then yeah (laughs) are you gonna make those coffees irish was what i wanted to ask at the time are you an irish coffee fan i feel like like we're not no i'm not an irish coffee fan because baileys is does it have to be baileys no it's whiskey and then you put cream oh, oh cream might put you off cream yeah um what a life the answer is no i'm more um yeah i'm more a uh, you know bucks fizz kind of girl yeah uh in the, <laughs> in the morning in the morning most morning i'm very classy in my alcoholism um but yes we're bashing out another one before Christmas. Yes, and it's going to be a wild card, <laughs> like this whole season. 
<laughs> no, we want to, we want to answer your questions. We want to answer your questions about what? Or queries or, <laughs> or queries, troubles. Or troubles. Or... Like an agony ant episode. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. can we please be agony ants? <laughs> yes. Dear Cookbook Circle. My pie filling is soggy. Oh. I don't know. I've got nothing. Oh, I thought it was gonna be about actual life. Like Oh, oh my God! Please, I'd, I'd actually rather they they sent it about real life because uh, I feel like I'm very unqualified to handle cooking questions. Yeah, I know, but I'm very unqualified to answer life questions. Mine's a bit of a mess. <laughs> no, it's podcast, not. No, no. I mean, I talked about my teeth. You've got tears. a wreath on your door. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic shit together behavior. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm a I'm a put together gal. <laughs> Got it all under control. <laughs> well, we'll be answering Hannah's queries first <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> She'll bring her first query, and then the floodgates will open. <laughs> the number of times I've had a, yeah, I've sounded like I'm having a breakdown on this podcast. Anyway, thank you for listening, friends. And send us your queries, issues, personal or cooking related or Christmas related, present related. Present related. Oh. I feel like we're very good at choosing presents for people, cookbook presents or cooking presents. I feel like we're good. We're good eggs at that. We'll be out. Don't we'll be eggs. out on the twenty first. So if you're yeah, if you're really struggling. We've got you three days before you need it. Four days. <laughs> uh, we love including you. a Sunday, that isn't it? Yeah, we love you. <laughs> you know. Well, some people are last minuters. I'm a last minuter. I haven't gotten mm. any. I get a very quite serious buzz of going shopping on Christmas Eve. Like, just, I, I love it. Like, being in the, the buzz of it. Oh, you little sadist that's horrendous mm. i wouldn't yeah. i couldn't deal with that pressure isn't there then nothing left i just went to buy baubles yesterday and there's no baubles anywhere and it's the 4th of december <laughs> not to put in my pocket so that i can rub <laughs> you've got your conkers for that we have to go now thank you for okay. <laughs> love you, love you. bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the cookbook circle if you enjoyed it please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review as it helps others to find us and enjoy us you can see how the recipes from this episode turned out on our instagram at cookbook circle where you can also get in touch with us let us know your thoughts feedback ideas for episodes whatever you like we really love to hear from all of you so we'll see you next time bye, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 